Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do you have today? Michael, today we have a story from a Miami Book Fair International writer, and his name is Andrew Otasso. I am a Cuban-American and native Miami author, public relations professional, and amateur mangrove trash collector. To date, I've removed just over 23,000 pounds of trash from South Florida's mangroves. But back in 2019, I believe I cleaned up maybe 7,000 pounds. The thing about the mangroves is that they're incredibly difficult to get into, much less maneuver your way through them. So they're very much out of sight, quite literally from most Miamians, and they don't understand as a result the magnitude of the trash that's accumulated there and the damage that it's doing to these fragile ecosystems. So back in 2019, I decided that I wanted to, in a very literal sense, take this problem out of the mangroves and expose as many Miamians to it as possible. So my friend Danny Alonzo and I constructed a bag Uh, essentially out of mangrove trash, all of which was collected in the mangroves. It weighed 35 pounds. It was very awkward. And I strapped this to my back and I walked the entire length of the Miami Marathon, all 26.2 miles during the race with this backpack. And it was terrible, terrible. It was very painful. This was all in an effort to raise funds for Miami Waterkeeper as they do a great job here in South Florida protecting our coastal ecosystems. But to get to the actual marathon, I started the race. Um, My corral was let go, and we started running, jogging. I was walking. And to my surprise, people were just coming up to me and taking selfies and videos and high-fiving me because previously the Miami Herald had written an article about this, and it wound up on the front page. And I'd done a few interviews, so people apparently knew what I was up to. And that was pretty cool. Um, The first 10 miles through Miami Beach was pretty awesome. I was talking to people the entire length. I met lots of really cool individuals doing the race. And then I got to the half marathon mark. And everybody left. And I was completely alone. Um, Because the half marathoners went on their way, of course. And the full marathoners had gone on before me because I was walking again. So I was completely alone. And from mile 13 to about mile 18 was pretty bad, especially going into Hobie Beach, which had absolutely no shade. So I was completely exposed to the sun. It was very hot. But then at around mile 18, a bunch of my friends showed up. And that made a world of difference because they brought food and Gatorade and camaraderie. Uh, It was very lonely. So they were very, very nice keeping me company. I was just eating and drinking everything in sight. And they kept me company for a few miles. Um, Most of them had to go do other things, but a core group of about six or seven of them remained, including my girlfriend, uh, who I'm still with. And they just ensured that I didn't die, which was very nice of them. I appreciate that. And from about mile, I would say 20 to 26 was pure agony. It was terrible. 
everything hurt. Again, it wasn't necessarily the weight, the bag weight, 35 pounds, and I've carried more weight than that in the past. It was just the positioning, how awkward it was and where the weight was distributed. So it was kind of pulling at my lower back the whole time and my shoulders. It was very uncomfortable. Yeah, those last six miles were really, really bad. My brain kind of shut down. Uh, I couldn't do very simple math. I basically stopped speaking. I had no desire to speak, but I was just in so much pain that I was just like in a different dimension of hurt. But, you know, I motored my way through it. I kept trucking and I got to the finish line. And by the way, the finish line was completely deconstructed at this point. There's no line per se. What there was was Frankie Ruiz, the organizer of the race, who has been a great supporter of all my environmental work. He was waiting at the end with a medal and he put it around my neck. And that was awesome. And my parents were also there. So that was really nice too. But I just collapsed onto a bench and just kind of like died. And I went home and basically sat in a tub for a few hours, ordered a large pizza, ate the whole thing in the tub. And then I went to sleep for like 12 hours. And that was that. Since then, the following year, I decided to do another marathon fundraiser. This time I learned from my experience and I roped a bunch of other people into it. So it was about seven or eight people that assisted me in pulling a 135 pound trash cart the length of the marathon. So we took turns and it was a much better experience as a result. And over those two years, we raised about $30,000 for Miami Waterkeeper. And I'm still at it. The bag is in History Miami's permanent collection and I'm still picking up trash and I'm committed to doing this basically until my body falls apart, which could be any day now. Andrew Otazo, a story about an environmental activist. Michael, this guy, I want him to do PR for the public storyteller. When people say what they do and then they tell a story about what they do. I mean, yes, he's an environmental activist, but let's face it, this is one of the most astonishing PR stories I've ever heard. Talk about walking the walk along with talking the talk. (laughs) He walked the walk all 26.2 miles. Well, you have to be pretty creative, and Andrew certainly was getting the word out about the uh, pollution in the mangroves, and Uh, He was kind of sorry, I think, a little bit for committing himself to 26 miles with 35 pounds of trash on his back. It did beg the question, what about his partner? I didn't hear anything about why the other guy wasn't doing it. But I think that Andrew comes across as such a sweetheart that I don't think he wanted to make the other guy sound bad. And I learned a little bit about the Miami Marathon and about 18 miles. You could have a little snack and have a little drink with friends. And you could pull a cart of trash through the marathon if you want. Which he did the next time. One of the things I love about Andrew is not just that he pulls uh, the 135-pound trash bags with other people or that he carries 35 pounds on his back, but that he's got such a sense of humor. He says things like, his friends ensured I didn't die. That was very nice of them. 
And he says, until my body falls apart, which could be any day now. So this man not only is uh, somebody who's got a great social conscience and very, very energetic, except maybe when he sits in the tub eating a whole pizza, but he's got a terrific sense of humor. I also found out about Miami Waterkeeper, the uh, group he's raising money for. And I also found out about just how awful it feels to lug 35 pounds on your back during a marathon. He says, terrible, terrible. I love when people double their words. Uh, He also uses imagery. It was hot and very lonely, pure agony, a pulling at his lower back and shoulders. I love when he said, my brain shut down. It was a different dimension of hurt. Is there anybody who cannot imagine that? I was kind of laughing at him because he was having such a good time those first few miles, but then you realize 26 miles is, is quite a distance. Perhaps you were laughing with him, not at him. I'm not sure (laughs) because he was having a great time, too, with all that publicity. Uh, He did something so interesting, by the way, that sets up the whole 26.2 mile uh, uh, walk, which is he gives us what uh, some storytellers call context. In other words, he sets the scene at the beginning. If he hadn't explained to us why he was doing this, we might have thought he was really crazy instead of just partly crazy and extremely brave and interesting and, and a terrific public relations guy, a terrific storyteller, and a terrific Miami resident. And uh, from what I understand, also, Michael, a terrific writer. Oh, he's going to be at the book fair. That's right. He's going to be at the book fair November 19th at 2 p.m. He's got a book called The Miami Creation Myth. Well, thanks for bringing in this story in, Karen. We'd like to have more stories from our South Florida listeners. How can they get in touch with you? Send me an email to C Neil, that's C N as in Nancy, E I L E, at F as in Frank, A U dot E D U. I don't need the whole story or even a summary, just request instructions. Our website has some information as well as archive stories at WLRN.org. Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. See you next week. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday. 